0: The autumn wind is a pirate.
1: Welcome Raider Nation to the Raider Nation podcast and I'm your host Raider Greg. Yes, I am back. Back from the 4th of July. I hope you guys had a great time because we are rocking here at the Raider Nation podcast. we got some stories for today. And for all of you who were wondering about my mom, she did very well. Thank you so much for all your prayers and your thoughts. They are very cool. It took a while to get together. Obviously, I haven't been doing any shows. I've been busy, busy. But hopefully, she'll be back on her feet here and and doing well. It looks like it's that that's going to happen. So I can concentrate more on the Raider Nation. Well, without any further ado, let's get on to show 152. Yeah. Raider Nation, has been so long, I feel like I haven't talked to my best buddy. You guys are out there, I know, and I'm sorry it's taken so long, but man, you know what? Life goes on between podcasts, and I've been having a whole lot of stuff happening. Hope everyone had a great 4th of July, because that just makes it closer, ever so closer, to training camp. It is very, very close to training camp, you know, shortly after that. We'll find out who's going to be on our team. We'll find out what kind of team is going to be. And there's all kinds of happenings here. So let's get on to our show, shall we? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Old Town. Do you know about my city? Old town. The city of Old. Old Town. Oh, don't you know? Old town. Do you know about my city? Old town. The city of Old. Oh don't you know? Let's take a little trip down memory lane. Today's show will
1: be The Princess of Darkness. This is a great article on Amy Trask. I love this woman. She is awesome. International fan of the week, we're talking about Keith Smith. He made it! Gallery is not a bust. Well, you know what? we got to talk about that one for sure. Someone wrote an article, and I don't believe that one. Here's a good one for all the Raider Nation. Our new running back, Rhodes, spills bong water on the carpet. He gets called for a party foul. Yes, he gets hissed with a substance abuse penalty of four games. Go figure. There's a great article here, and it's entitled "I Believe." I love it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, try to do my justice to it and let it on out there because I think it says a lot about what I think, and I'm sure about what you think too. And uh, before I get too far into things, one eight hundred six two zero seven one eight one one eight hundred six two zero seven one eight one. Get on the bone. And throw me a bone, will you? Throw me a bone here at Red Nation Podcast. We need some bones to put out there to the nation so the nation knows that you're listening because I know you're listening. So get on that. And as a matter of fact, my good brother and partner, Keith Smith, all the way from London, England, put his two cents in on the bone line. So check it out, would you please?
3: Hi, Raider Nature, and this is the Crusader Raider, Keith Smith calling from London, England. Uh, Just a quick call to all the fans on on the podcast site and uh, uh, Raider fans around the uh, world to say thank you for the congratulations uh, on winning International Fan of the Week competition. It was uh, uh, a good competition. I'm pleased to see the things on the website. I'd like to say a big uh, hello to New York Tommy, who obviously has got me mixed up with somebody else, because according to his uh, post on the... uh, uh, podcast line there, the 1674, on the forum, he said he saw my ugly mug on the Raiders website. He must have got me mistaken with Dave or Richard or something, or maybe even uh, even someone else, I don't know, because, uh, you know, I'm a good-looking guy here from the UK, no worries about that. Um, also, I'd like to say, uh, you know, thanks to English Raiders, uh, who obviously sent his response, uh, uh, saying well done for International Fan of the Week. And obviously he put a comment in there about NFL Europe and the fact that uh, the NFL now have decided to pull the plug on NFL Europe. As fans will know, I've supported NFL Europe and Raider players that have come over here for, for many years, including a visit to Berlin just three or four weeks ago to support um, uh, Raider f- players there. So I'm sorry to see it go, but I'm afraid this is another example of the NFL um, making serious mistakes at the top and not realising opportunities when they're there. You know, the NFL made mistakes before with with, uh, football here in England, despite a huge fan base, and we're going to have a big game this uh, October when the the Dolphins and the Giants are in town. But bring back the Raiders to London. Let's get a real, real team with a proper game and see what happens then. Thanks to everybody who supported me, uh, Randy, Greg, it's appreciated, and all the other people who, who put messages on, on the board for me, uh, to all the guys at Ricky's and to uh, uh, the 66th mob, especially uh, my godfather, Grizz Jones. And as I say, enjoy the message, Greg. I hope uh, your, your, your family's well, and, the, uh, and, and uh, Randy, I hope you're all well. And uh, a big hi to everybody at the nation. look forward to seeing you in November when the Crusader Raider will be back in town. Speak to you later, guys, and keep up the great work.
2: Now,
1: there's some perspective from a fan far, far away. Someone who sees things happening in Europe. We don't see that stuff. We don't see half of what's going on uh, outside the United States, so it's good to hear his uh, his fresh take of, of what's going on and how things could be better. Awesome. Congratulations goes out to Keith Smith. The guy is awesome. He's a great person. Um. hopefully he'll be be down here. He'll be down here for the game, and you guys got to meet up with him. You cannot miss him. Check him out on the Raiders site. You'll see his face. You'll see what he wears. And when you see him at the game, come up, give him a big hug, and slap a beer in his hand. You know what I'm saying, because he is a great fan and a great guy. So let's get into our first story. And, you know, of course, I have to say this, but I'm going to say it anyways. We have the Raider Nation podcast. Comments for section, come out at the end, brother. That's what Randy just said. He said, brother. So let's just take a look at Gallery.
4: I went to my brother to ask for a loan because I was busted. I hate to be like a dog without a spot. I'm busted My brother said There ain't a thing I can do My wife and my kids Are all down With the flu And I was just Thinking about Calling on you And I'm busted
1: This is an article By Phil Barber By the way Well I am no thief But
4: a man can go wrong When he's busted
1: Can we call a gallery A bust? I don't know Would you call him a bust? Up to this point, I would certainly say he was a bust considering in 2004, we all thought he was a second coming. He was a can't miss. Raiders drafted him at number two overall in 2004. Huge, quick, smart, dependable. You know, drawing comparisons on tackles like Jonathan Ogden or Orlando Pace eh, never happened. Three years later, Gallery is struggling to find a permanent position on an offensive line that yielded 72 sacks a year ago 72 that's some bullshit ogden pace gallery is uh, hardly the, anywhere close to those guys names matter of fact just saying him in the same story kind of gets me a little nauseated he's becoming more like a tony mandrich the packer who's whose fool's gold was a standard for disappointing offensive linemen we don't want to have another one of these guys Gallery does have some strong points, as the article points out. He's a pretty good run blocker. I don't think so. I've seen him block. He sucks. He has quick feet for a man his size. I don't think so. I think he sucks because he's always late to the hit. He's always late to the block. And that doesn't show me quick feet for shit. He's fairly adept at sliding across the line to pick up rushers. That is what only thing in this article that I, Raider Greg, agree with. That he is fairly adept at sliding across the line because he does get messed up in a whole bunch of other bodies that are also sliding across the line and that particular type of blocking scheme. You know, one thing in his benefit, and I will tell you this, and this is what I've heard, <clears throat> I haven't seen it, that he is the hardest worker on the Raiders roster. You know, I'm sure he's frustrated, I'm sure he's disappointed, he's working hard physically, but I think more of this is a mental problem with him than a physical problem. He's had three different offensive lines, three different offensive line coaches in the last three seasons. What can you expect from this guy? Gallery gets pushed aside by bull rushers and tangled up by speedy guys. He's been susceptible to drive-killing penalties, absolutely gallery is inconsistent with his hand techniques and he remains too upright in his stance and that's because he has so many people coaching him man i'm telling you he has totally screwed up his sound you know blocking that he had in college they also say that his arms are too short reportedly they're measured at 32 and a quarter inches rather than the 35 inches preferred by nfl teams well I can see that, too. But this game where he plays is all about mechanics. Former greater coach Archel and Hall of Fame tackle said last year that he can do the mechanical things very well out here in practice. But then he gets in the game and he loses the concept of what he has to do and how he has to do it. Boy, doesn't that sound like some people on any sports team you've ever been on, you've ever played with, there's always a guy with all the potential and practice, yet cannot put it on the field. Ugh. Cable has already spent hours with Gallery honing footwork and skills during mini camps and OTAs. The Raiders Hope blocking scheme cable is installed will play into Gallery's strengths. It's a Bronco-style system that relies more on quickness and aggressiveness and less on Bruce Drake as it strings out defenders laterally and then chops them down with cut blocks. I like this scheme. It's been working against us very well for the last 15 years. Why we have taken so long to get there is a question I don't even know how to answer. In Gallery's defense, he has been playing in a... Perpetually unsettled line for the worst team in the league. Cable is Gallery's fourth O line coach, like I said. Four years, assuming you count last year's, you know, Jackie Shell, Art, Irv Eastman project, because I think it was a joke. Gallery has also moved between positions. Yes, again. During this season, he's auditioned at left tackle, left guard, right tackle. And we're looking at right guard for that matter. There's not more places to move after that, new coach Lane Kiffin says. Well, that's right. That's why I think, you know, he's got to go. we got to bring someone else in. <clears throat> he's a project that didn't work out for the Raiders. Gallery will be 27 this month, certainly young enough to rebound. But time is running out on this his quest to be a top NFL lineman. Because his youth is going past him quick. I'm not going to tell you this guy's played at a high level because I value my credibility, says Randy Cross, a 13-year offensive lineman who now calls games for CBS. But I'm not going to say that he's a bust either. This year should be a good indication. If he can make it now, maybe they won't call him a mistake. So what um, Randy Cross is saying here is that he doesn't want to call him a bust. I remember seeing this on Sports Center, actually, this very quote. And uh, I was kind of taken back by that, because Cross doesn't like us. Freddie Cross, he doesn't like the Raiders, and he takes every opportunity to stab the Raiders. But this might be a lineman-to-lineman kind of thing. I don't know. I sure hope this. I sure hope that Robert Gallery gives it together. I think that Tom Cable is his best and last opportunity to survive in this league and this team i hope he does well because if he does well the rest of our team will do well and that is all i have to say about that amy trask yeah. Amy Trask. Before I read this article, the story is done very, very well by Chasen Booty. Chasing Booty. And it was on the RaiderNews.com. And check it out. It's a great site for all your information you possibly want. Amy Trask. Let me just tell you, at every event I have been to in my life for the Raiders, she's there. She's been there since she started taking this position as an intern, a legal intern, years ago. You go to anything that's happening today for the Raiders, any social event, any charity event, and her hands are on it because her hands are there. She's there. She's on it. Personally, it takes great pride in the organization. You can tell when she's at the podium introducing or whatever she's doing. She is truly an Oakland Raider and what we like to call The princess of
0: darkness
1: (laughs) i love it i love it i called her that and she looked at me and i said it's a good thing and she kind of smiled (laughs) that i remember in our last last time i talked to her you know up close and personal (laughs) the princess of darkness that's pretty funny okay Here's the article. Today we look at Amy Trask and learn a little about, a bit about more of the person who will most likely take over for Al Davis. This is true. If you were to ask Amy Trask who is her idol and what person she would most be interested in meeting, her reply would be Rosa Parks. The strength and courage that Parks displayed in the school bus was what inspired the thought that women were equals of men. So she got a lot out of the Rosa Parks thing because her career obviously took off. Perhaps equally important in shaping her attitude is the story of her mother's struggles in the employment world. Amy's mother was a chemistry major in college in the mid-1940s when women didn't major in sciences, for sure. Upon graduation, she set out on interviews with major pharmaceutical companies. After each meeting, she was overlooked for the job for a man who was less qualified than her. Go figure. Frustrated, she asked one interviewer why she was being passed over. His reply confirmed that the only thing threatening the employment was her gender. Her mother would not be discouraged. She further dedicated herself to school, receiving a doctorate in education, and eventually taught at UCLA. Boy, I tell you what, that says a lot about Amy because she is a tiger. Amy Trask is the youngest of three children in her family. Her father was an engineer who remains a consultant in the aerospace and defense industries late into his 70s. Her mother, as mentioned earlier, had a career as an educator. Both parents were strong role models showing her the value of hard work. Amy began watching football as a preteen in a household where the sport was not an avid pastime. Can you imagine a, two professors watching the NFL? No, but here's Amy Trask, the
2: princess of darkness,
1: in front of the TV. On a number of occasions, her parents would want her to go out with them, but Amy would prefer to stay home and watch football. I love it. Her love of the game grew through high school and college. She was attracted as much by the physicality of the sport as by the intellectual side of it as well. Upon graduating from Palisades High School in the Bretwood area, Amy enrolled in the University of California at Berkeley. It is during this time in her East Bay, her love affair with the Raiders heated up. On Sunday, she would be found at the Olka Coliseum cheering on her team. Okay, let me just say this. Amy Trask is
2: the Princess of Darkness
1: because she's been a Raider fan from the beginning my friends she received her political science degree from Cal in 1982 and that fall enrolled in the University of Southern California to pursue a law degree the story could not have been written any sweeter the raiders were in a process of leaving Oakland and moving south to Los Angeles as well upon entering her law school at USC amy out of the blue called the Los Angeles Raiders office and asked to be hired as an unpaid intern in their legal department and you know what happened then? They granted her a wish and she quickly made an impression that would set the stage for her later career. In 1985, she graduated from USC with her law degree after spending her first two years out of graduate school participating in business law at the firm Badger and Woolen of Los Angeles. Amy received a call from and a job offer from the Raiders Legal Department. She accepted the position immediately. Her enthusiasm loyalty, and energy, and eagerness to learn anything about the Raiders organization had finally made her dream come true. Here is a Raider fan, and let me just interject this. Here is a Raider fan like you, maybe like me, maybe more intense than both of us. But here's a Raider fan that wanted to be part of the organization, saw a way to get in, and continued to work hard to get there. Had great relationships along the way and ended up working for the Oakland Raiders, a team that she had cheered for while going to school back in Berkeley. She is a Raider to the bone. How many executives do you think working for Al have this kind of background? Amy graduated and took on more responsibilities, including dealing with the media, public officials, business partners, and employee concerns. By 1992, she was accompanying Al Davis to league owners' meetings and, at times, would appear without him. In 1997, Al Davis rewarded her by naming her the CEO of the Raiders and the first female chief executive in the NFL. Go figure, Al! Guys blazing trails every day. Davis's earlier concerns about Amy being intimidated as a woman in a man's sport would be further put to rest. In grade and middle school, Amy struggled with her behavior as she was always wanting to speak her mind. By high school, however, she had become a model student, although the assertiveness remained in her. Amy receives more unjust criticism today, mostly due to male envy she exhibits. The intelligence and strength is a seed in some what would call a man's world. She is aggressive, but she is aggressive with principles and someone described her one thing for sure. She is not intimidated very easily. She is a go-getter. You've met them before. You've seen them before. Check her out. Focus on her. You'll see. She is very much on. She's got some teeth, man. I'm telling you. When Policy attacked her raiders, Amy immediately set him straight. Policy once again responded with criticism, and she defended her organization. The commissioner, Paul Tagliabue, repeated on four separate occasions that the subject was closed, and each time she demanded to be heard. Tagliabue, frustrated with the events, succumbed to the pressure, and Amy had her say. During the infamous snow job game, Between the Raiders and the Patriots, Amy was seated in the luxury suite. The assistant supervisor of officials, Art McNally, was in the press box in proximity to her. When the official on the field began to review the play that would have won the game, Amy screamed, You had better call 911 because I'm going to have a fucking heart attack if you overturn this fucking call. As we all know, that that call was reversed unbelievable and this is exactly how she was and this is i'm telling you this is all true stuff man i'm telling you right down to the bone last summer the la sports and entertainment commission held an event that would teach football to those interested in the game but in need of explanation of some of the more complexities amy was there on a panel with a few current and past players after all she can explain the ins and outs of the cover two de- defense almost as quickly as she can recite points of law. In attendance was Mike Pereira, the senior director of officiating for the NFL. At one point in the program, Amy entered into somewhat heated discussion and demonstrating with Pereira about the tuck rule. It appears that Amy is always prepared to defend the silver and black. Ain't that some shit? Ain't that some shit? So, there's a couple of programs that Amy is involved in that reflect the things that are close to her heart. One such position is the love of animals. She sits on the board of directors for the Tony Larusa Animal Rescue Foundation. The organization has a program that brings abandoned and homeless animals to abuse children, the elderly and victims of violence, and others. The idea is that they can benefit from the healing touch of animals while enriching each other's lives. That's a pretty good program. Although she has no children of her own, Amy loves spending time with them and shares concerns about their safety and their future. She served on the board of Alameda Boys and Girls Clubs in 2003. The program aids children by improving their confidence and aiding in their maturity and showing them the difference between right and wrong in their decision making. Amy has been recognized by others outside the organization for her hard work and success. The San Francisco Business Times, in the of their publication in 2002, recognized Amy as one of the 75 most influential Bay Area businesswomen, and I bet you that's up to the top 10 now. In 2005, she is a recipient of a couple more honors, the publication's Street and Smith Sports Business Journal, named Amy Trask, one of the top 20 most influential women in sports business. And that's for sure. That her name would be tossed around by gambling outlets as a possible candidate for the NFL commissioner's position speaks of how broad of an area she has been recognized for having. In addition to holding a law degree, Amy also positions skills in marketing. And this is what has happened to the Raiders. Our marketing department has gone absolutely berserk with her reaching out to the German-Chinese communities, the Spanish communities, All races, all creeds, all colors are welcome to the Raider Nation. Sometimes she she's not a very pleasant person to be around because she's so intense. So I will say this. She's a hardworking woman. She's on it. And here's one thing on the, on the article that that's kind of says it all. Amy was once labeled as the Dark Princess by someone outside the organization. Most in the Raider Nation will see her as a beacon of light that guides the pirate ship in the search for treasure. Yes, they called her the Dark Princess, and that's why we call her the Princess of Darkness. She's awesome. You got a chance to meet her, you should meet her, because she's good people, and that's no doubt. Okay. So, let's see now what we have in store for you.
0: Don't, 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 don't believe the height. Don't, 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 don't believe the hype.
4: Suckers, liars, give me a shovel. Some writers I know are damn devils. From them I say don't believe the hype. They're claiming I'm a criminal. But now I wonder how. Some people never know. Your enemy could be the guardian. I'm now a hooligan. I rock the party and don't don't believe don't believe
1: the hype. Okay, here's another little article here. I believe is written believe by the Jason Villanuvi. Something like that. But posted by Jerry McDonald, of course, one of our friends in media, which is not very <clears throat> often. These are the true dog days of summer for the Raider Nation. Training camp doesn't start for several weeks, and those of us who bleed silver and black are left to debate on the merits of signing Tank Johnson, who can't even suit up until November. What does a Raider fan have to do in these desperate days of nothingness? We have each other's opinions and thoughts. No facts, just opinions formed out of our own Raiders' obsessive minds of what will play out in 2007. The beauty of the Internet age is can be share those thoughts and countless other members of the nation. We can share them all. Those thoughts that are shared, praised, bashed, exalted, or downright ridiculed, as maybe the sorriest ideas of all time, it's okay. That is also part of, of the beauty, isn't it? Well, here are my beliefs in the Oakland Raiders of 2007, and let the criticism flow. I know it will. I believe that Lane Kiffin will continue what he started in the offseason. The team will be committed to excellence, hard work, play as one, and show a winning attitude that wasn't here under the Shell regime or the other two, for that matter. I believe that the Raiders are better off sticking with what they have at defensive tackle and not taking on problems or publicity junkies like Tank Johnson unless Al's looking for a good sidearm. I believe... <laughs> Dominic Rhodes and Lamont Jordan will split uh, throughout the year in a two-back system with Rhodes eventually being a 1A-based in superior blocking and receiving skills, which means more yards rushing and receiving for Rhodes. Yeah, because I don't think Lamont has either one of those abilities. I believe Tom Walsh is designing a pretty mean omelette right now. I love it! (laughs) Going I love it. I love it so much. I believe Ronald Curry will have a better year at right receiver than Jerry Porter. Think back to 05 before Curry got hurt against KC. He was much more consistent player and was turning into Collins' go-to guy. Lutley. I love Ronald Curry. I hope he kicks Porter's ass. I believe Barry Sims will once again win a starting job at left tackle and once again have a problem in the top speed guys off the edge. Think Jason Taylor in Week 4 and Dwight Freeney in Week 15. Yep, they're going to be going over the edge every time. I believe Gallery should get a haircut and start fresh. The entire Samson thing just isn't working. Amen. I believe Derek Burgess will once again rack up double-digit sacks and make the Pro Bowl. I also think that Al better pay the man before he bolts. I believe Kirk Morrison is a complete stud at middle linebacker and will join Burgess in Hawaii. Amen. I believe Al Davis hasn't lost anything mentally in regards to the football acuum. Maybe the best mind in the game ever still. I also believe absolute power corrupts absolutely, and Al's ego has trumped his own football intelligence on many occasions. And we all know those occasions. I believe Josh McCown's play this year will earn him a chance and a nice contract, possibly a starting job in 2008, but not with the Raiders. I believe in the greatness that could be Jamarcus Russell's very bright future in Oakland. I believe the Raiders will lose a fair share of close games this year because this young team might be much improved but still has to learn how to win. I believe it was a fumble. (laughs) I believe Travis will be the third receiver in the team and make more of an impact than Mike Williams. I believe that we should sign Donovan Darius at a decent price because his strong run support safety could make a huge difference against LT and LJ. Sorry, Stu. I believe that too, man. I'm sorry, Stu. I love you, man. You're a great player, but Donovan Darius can stop that run, and we need someone to come up close and stop it quick. I believe that the refs won't screw the Raiders once this year. I also believe that Santa Claus and Bigfoot and honesty of politicians. (laughs) I believe that Raiders' defense won't be among the top three ranked this year. However, it won't give up As many rushing yards in a reality will be better. I believe so, too. I believe that it was a false thing last year because we were so terrible. Teams didn't play hard against us and made our defense look good. But it will be better this year. I bet there was justice in the world. Randy Moss would blow out his ACL in the first quarter of week one. Yes! I totally believe that. I believe that the Raiders will go 7-9. and Jermarcus will see the field for a few games late in the, sea, in the year, flashing some greatness, and a new era of Raider football would begin. I believe that more than one person will rip me for this article. I believe I'm in. You are in, man. Great article. Great great things to say. And no one's going to rip you. You're ready, man. This is what we're all doing right now. We're all talking about the Brotherhood of the Ready Nation and how everybody is totally blown away at uh, what's going on this year. Okay, Dominic Rose spills bong water. He spills the bong water because he got popped for the substance abuse policy, yes. Of course, it could have been steroids, could have been anything, but I'm just saying it's probably that mean green, the wild bush, has been let loose, and Dominic Rhodes is going down for four games! Ain't that some bullshit. You know, just when you think we had something going on, we get kicked in the teeth with this one. Great job, Dominic. Nice way to hold your new team foot to the flames. We had enough trouble without you doing this kind of shit. But let me go on to this story because it pisses me off. He signed a two-year deal for $7.5 million. Could keep the bong in his pocket. Doggone it. After a trip to the Super Bowl, he signs up with the Oakland Raiders. The Raiders had no comment on his... His penalty for whatever he did, um, they just have to confirm the NFL's action, but odds are they will be not surprised. Rose was arrested on February 20th for driving under the influence and being pulled over for speeding 81 and a 55 at 3 a.m. Nothing good happens at 3 a.m., Dominic Buddy. He had a blood alcohol content of .09, above the legal limit of .08. So, big deal. He just was barely over, but that means you're going to get it anyways. He pleaded guilty to reckless driving, paid a $1,000 fine, um, and then it put him under the NFL microscope. The four-game suspended indicates Rhodes was already in the confidential program. In 2002, Rhodes was arrested for domestic battery and underwent a diversion program and a mental health consulting. Maybe he needs to go back to that one. Whether that incident or some other incident put him in the program is not clear, but Rhodes knows that he's got to go down for the four games regardless. Raiders knew it was coming. It was just a matter of time because in February, this all went down and nobody knew about it till now. After a disappointing regular season, which averaged just 3.4 yards per carry, Rhodes had an excellent postseason, averaging 4.9 per carry, including a 116-yard effort in Super Bowl against the Chicago Bears. Rhodes was added to uh, support, excuse me, take over Lamont Jordan's job because he's a chump who can't block shit in Oakland. So I could go on. But let's just not forget, we got Michael Bush back there. We got Justin Fargus still. So the four game suspension won't be too much. I just hope that it's not too long to wait for someone to come out to be a jump. I'm hoping if Dominic Rhodes gets it together and starts playing some real football. The problem here is our running sucked last year, and he was supposed to be an integral part of the remedy. And now he's gone for four freaking games. That's some bullshit right there, and I'm going to tell you that I cannot believe that we're in that position once again. But I guess it happens to every team. The roid scandal, the drug scandal, all those things that are going on are still going on. And um, it just hurt us this time, and that sucks because we don't need it. We definitely don't need it, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, well, so let's just move on let's move on to the Raider Nation podcast. Comments forum section. All aboard!
4: All
1: Well, here we have a comment from
2: Raider Randy. The ball's
1: <laughs> Well, it's an improvement, he says. Mike Silver ranked Al Davis 20th out of 32 owners. Well, it's a definite improvement over a year ago when Silver ranked Al Davis 25th back then. There's an article here he writes there just from a year ago. But you know what? They've never given us any props anyways. I don't listen to that horse crap about who's, who's what or where, where they rank us. I never have. And that's what makes us... The Raider Nation. I didn't go ate my baby from the blackholesun.com. Rhodes benched. Dominic Rose has been suspended without pay for a team's first four regular season games for violating the NFL's substance abuse policy. I know it was I know it was expected, just not it's just too bad they were forced to deal with this. If there's any question about Jordan being our starter on day one, it should be gone by now because he will be. What I'll be curious to see if if Bush lands up on the PUP list to start this year. I hope so, or if his leg will be healed up enough to play. If he can play, Rhodes may be out more than just three, or maybe our number three running back all year. That'd be great if Michael Bush could play that well. I'd love to see it happen. But yeah, we got a debacle on our running game again, man. What a frickin' joke. <clears throat> the Asian persuasion. Hell no. <laughs> then again, someone thought that was expected from Dominic Rose out for four games. Well, there you go. Ghost to post. 4th of July. Happy 4th of July to the greatest country in the world. Be safe, all you Raiders. That's true, man. Happy 4th of July. Uh, Went out to the Delta, had some fun, went out on the boat, uh, had some great times. I hope you guys had a good, safe 4th of July as well. Daniel Wheatley and Chino Rhodes, regardless of what substance he abused, I guess the Raiders organization are officially on the turd watch list. We've been on the turd watch list. This is the second time that Rhodes has hurt us with turds. He's got seven already. He's the biggest turd we got so far. The assassin, running backs. I don't know if we can handle four games of Jordan trying to juke behind the line. Somebody has to step in and take the buck of the carries away from him until Rose and Bush are back. Otherwise, it will be pretty painful. Hell yes, it'll be painful. It'll be painful if they don't teach that Jordan to stop that juke step two yards back so we lose two yards every doggone time he runs the ball. And you just go for the hole. Because uh, with Todd Cable's offensive line, we should have a big enough hole, long enough for him to just run straight through it. Just run, run, run. That's all i got to say. Navy Rob, RBs, Jordan will be fine. (laughs) Ratham Oak likely slapped him upside of the head and hold him to use his burst of speed and big body to blast through the holes. Now that the linemen are making holes for the backs, remember those 70- and 80-yard run, On Cleveland, Lamar broke off in their ass. Expect more of them from him this year. The rest of the running backs will split the carries. Well, I don't think Jordan's the man. Uh, He's had the opportunity, um, but I just hope he stops the stutter step. I hope Rathman does that. It's a good thought there, Rob. I hope it happens. Uh, Maybe Rathman will hit him on the side of the head and keep him from doing that stutter step, because that stutter step, it's just freaking killing me. Uh, Juan Jorge, Navy Rob. Well said. I remember that. Run like it was yesterday. It's kind of sad how that you remembered our offensive touchdowns. But that was a nice run. Fargus did good that game too. But I totally agree with Jordan would we'll be fine, especially with Tom Cable's coaching the line. Maybe Gallery knows the definition of blocking now. I'm pumped. Here, kitty kitty kitty, can't wait to punk those lions. Don't say that too much, man. Those lions are pissed too. You know, you can't get respect till you give it. And you got to give respect to every fucking team in this league because they will kick your ass. I understand that they're the Lions, but, brother, let me tell you, they are pissed about losing every bit as much as we are, and they want to succeed. They ain't spending all that money for nothing, and neither are we. But we can't discount the Lions because, partner, they're coming to Oakland, and we got to kick their ass. But it's not going to be easy. Asian Persuasion comes in, Miss Amy Trask item. Reading the Amy Trask item, RaidersNews.com made me teary-eyed. Truly a raider at heart. Godspeed, Amy Trask. Raiders! Like I said, Amy Trask is a genuine raider. She is an awesome person. She takes the time to say hello. She takes the time to talk to you in person. She's a very personable lady, and I love her. And I love that
2: she is our
1: Princess
2: of Darkness.
1: Okay, New Jersey Raider Kev, surgery. How did that surgery go for Raider Greg's mom? Hope that all is well and the recovery was quick. Keep up the great work on the podcast, videocast, Randy and Raider Greg. Go Raiders. Well, thank you, New Jersey Raider Kev. Appreciate it. My mom's surgery went pretty well. Not too bad for 86 years old. She's getting along pretty good on her own still. So uh, we're blessed for that. We're blessed for the fact that she's a tough bird. And thank goodness for that. I've told her before, I know she's got some Raider in her somewhere, but she continues to cling to the old Pittsburgh Steelers situation which I've hated for my whole life. Thank you, Nation, for tuning in to the Raider Nation podcast. It has been my pleasure to greet and meet you once again here in Cyberland. I will be back again for the next show next week for what's coming up. We have... 18 days actually to the training camp we'll be trying to get in there i will be trying to make some connections this week and maybe we'll get some videos so until then keep going keep chanting keep wearing your raider stuff tickets will be out in about three weeks for those season ticket holders and that will pump everybody up that's ready to put their ass in a seat and if you haven't thought about it you better get your ass to a game one two three four games Man, I'm telling you, they're making it so easy to buy tickets these days, it's not funny. Go ahead and go on Raiders.com, check it out, get your ass in a seat, and then put your ass over in our tailgate so we can have some video, some suds, and some fun with the Raider Nation. So, this is Raider Greg, I'm
4: out! I'm out! I'm out. I'm out.
0: Of the players, slick talkers and collar poppers, narcotics and boss ballers, pit bulls and the rock rollers, niggas but go team. Old schools on gold feet, killers and OGs, Task posts and the police, smack off the foothill. East 14, Sabriny so Park, Brookfield, Plymouth and Walnut Street. From the building seminary, we took the rolling 20s. We got ghetto no celebrities like Big Feet. And little D you see the East Bay rackers. It's the home of the baptists With niggas like tons of crack and fans catching on camera. throw you in the slammer. it's the home of show and hammer. Boss baller. Move to Atlanta, niggas stole our grandma That's my cause that's my nephew That's my weeples, that's my nizzle Please believe me, go for cheesy yeah. off the hizzle. Do your thistle yeah. When my niggas ride dopey, rentals, ride presidential crack pack pistols, every track I sent i I'm a raider, Oakland raider From the Bay to
2: LA to Las Vegas Cause I'm a play A boss player And if you with me Pop your collar Shake them haters I'm a Raider Oakland Raider From the Bay To LA To Las Vegas Cause I'm a player Boss player And if you with me Pop your collar I'm a Raider, just like my niggas
4: before me. But I was a thief without the open face gold teeth, and in gold was some fine ass Oakland Raiders. And too short was the first Oakland Raider on the set. Now Blue Man was a Raider when he was fucking with that, and the story X was a Raider when he was awarded to state. And dangerous Dane was a Raider when he was calling hoes names. But I know from the lake on Sundays to the five o. Now we to Eastmont with the side show. But it's fun and I'm famous, but I ain't trying to die though. Niggas be going. Out in the game, but not I, If I, I have to go back to dope, I'm slinging for survival Now, Drew Pimpy-Doo, if you hoeing, then he you Tried it for 30 days, I ain't lying, I ain't with it, dude A babysitting job, oh my God, that's a job But I still want to do it,
2: cause it's 100% odds Cause I'm a waiter, Oakland Raider From the Bay to LA to Long Vegas Cause I'm a player, a boys player And if you make me pop your collar, shake them haters I'm a waiter, Oakland Raider to to yeah.
4: yes, Hypoglyphics been raided since 93 till infinity. Some underground shit that just shook the fucking industry. And Humpty with his gone ass, a raider in his own right. The whole D, you can't forget you amped on sight. Now, Mystic, she the only female raider I know. You the shit, baby girl, I'm just letting you know. And
0: last but not least. Tupac Shakur, nigga, uh, rest in peace. I'm from the city of dope, the town of the crack. I'm from the city of pimps, the town of the Mac East, East Oakland, heat totem. Ebonic broke broken, keep, keep joking. joking. The loonies about to have the streets smoking. Down oh. south, y'all keep smoking. Hey, we got the killer throwing A. Head run and kilos for days. It's the city of the warriors, the home of the A's. Where niggas get sideways, shoot out from the highways. Yeah. Yeah. East Oakland, bitch. I'm
2: a raider, because I'm, I'm a raider, Oakland raider. From the bay to LA to Las Vegas, because I'm a player, a boss player. And if you make me pop your collar, shake the maid, I'm a raider, Oakland raider. From the bay to LA to Las Vegas, because I'm a player, a boss player. And if you make me pop your collar, we Raiders, raiders. raiders. Three raiders. Times
4: Crazy, uh, Sight on uh, you, Rest in uh, Peace, Eclipse, Bad Influence, Rest in Peace, and Rod, F Banks, Seagram, Rest in Peace, my nigga, Black Dynasty, Delinquents, Richie Rich, 415, MCN, The Coop, Point Blank, EA Ski, Steady Mobbing, all y'all niggas is Raiders, Raider motherfuckers, what? Damn, what about me? It's Mark Curry, baby, I'm not an Oak Raider, goddamn! The first motherfucker on TV. First one did HBO. First one did Apollo. I think it qualified me in the Hall of Hip as an Oakland Raider. What? Uh, I'm the first one of those. What? I'm an Oakland Raider, baby. That's right. Representing the town, Eastside Oakland. You know how we do it, Eastside. Oh, nigga, straight up, take your hoe. I was all day long. You know how we do it in the town. Crystal, Big Dank. That's the way we roll. Old school, sitting on 20s. It don't make no difference. Floating. Doing it all. Get them nigga from the East Mount Mall.